timing the opening of the aha seltzer to the music i don't know if it worked or not welcome back to hoss fight my name is dc matthews at the dc matthews uh this is the last eight pack of aha sparkling water blueberry pomegranate my wife bought me 80 of them uh she i got them a little before Valentine's Day, maybe a little after. I'm going to say before because it works better for my narrative. Uh, it's now almost the end of March, so it took about a month and a half for me to drink 80 cans. So that's about two a day, which is kind of what I had hoped for. So I, I don't feel bad about that, I think. Anyways, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well. Uh, I want to send a special shout-out to a um, youngster uh, who may have gotten some some earth-shattering news, uh, some heartbreaking news, and who has possibly learned a very valuable lesson uh, that adults can be crap. So my thoughts go out to the girl child of our our good friend, Jeremy. Uh, I'm reading now about, you know, the issues that are going on. You don't want to mess with Jeremy. As I said in the Inner Circle chat, he's got intelligence, eloquence, and he doesn't mind needing to bury a body if you mess with the kids. And I would imagine, and this is just me saying it, I've never met him, never met... But I would imagine that goes especially for the girl child. I just have a hunch that that girl child has had Mr. Jeremy wrapped around her finger probably from the moment she opened her eyes. Uh, So my thoughts and prayers go out uh, to any of the adults who have done wronged his kiddo because it ain't going to go good for you. Uh, I hope it goes better for our friends today here in the Haas fight I gotta stop looking at the inner circle chat. Uh, we're doing pages fourteen and thirteen today. Last episode we did the uh, last two, the sixteen and fifteen. We took those wrestlers who finished last or second to last, penultimately, and we did a little ranking. Ice Train was the winner, defeating Billy Jack Haynes. I got no feedback, which means either you haven't listened or. You really don't care about who wins in the battle between Ice Jet, Ice Train, Ice, Ice Jack, or the Billy Train Haynes is a pretty good name. Uh, today might be a little different because we have 32 uh, from the 14s and 13s, and there are some crazy names in this. We're going to have some fun, I think. Uh, our writing could be a little bigger, so I think we're ready to go. I'm ready. I hope you are ready. Let us begin. 32 names. They have been redacted. They have been randomized, I believe, five times, just so I have no idea who's coming up. Our first name in the 14s and 13s, Tank Abbott. We are starting off with a bang-bang with Mr. Tank Abbott. Now, look, 
would I want to be uh, facing him in a bar fight? No, certainly not. Um, would I want to have him by my side at a bar fight? Sure. I don't even know about that. I, he's kind of a wild card. Like, I do not want to be used as the weapon. I could see him picking me up with ease and using me as, like, a bar stool and smashing me over somebody's head, which I don't think would work out too well for me. Uh, he is taking on Brian Cage. Uh, interesting battle of hosses in that we have your, uh, your bar-fighting MMA-style hoss, and we have your large man, giant, super athlete style hoss. There are, we have learned, lo, these many episodes of the different varieties of hoss. Um, I am more familiar with Tank Abbott, uh, both with tank tops that included and did not include spots uh, for his nipples. Um, and I kind of enjoy Tank Abbott more than Brian Cage. I know there are some people out there who sing the praises of Brian Cage. I am not one of them. So I don't think I can allow Mr. Cage to win this first matchup. I think he gets punked out by someone who can actually uh, throw down. Next up, from Brian Cage to Brian Lee. The Underfaker, Chains. I'm sure he's had other names as well. Uh, decent. He's kind of in the middle of those two hosses. He's not a super athlete, but he's not an MMA fighter. He's your, you know, tall trucker, biker. You know, he's your tall biker thing. Why he did become the Kiss Demon? I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was chains, but he could have pulled it off. He did the supernatural thing with the Underfaker. He could have done it. Brian Lee totally could have been the Kiss Demon. Uh, and Brian Lee is taking on Mason Ryan. Uh, I've talked about Mason Ryan in that I just, I just don't know him. He looks like Batista. I've seen some of his moves. I think I YouTubed it. They're okay. Uh, but again, it's kind of one of those issues where I, I've seen plenty of Brian Lee matches from Smoky Mountain to TNA. I know what I'm getting. I'm not sure what I'm getting with Mason Ryan, and I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can, you know, play the odds. If I didn't give Brian Cage the win, I, I don't think I can give Mason Ryan the win. So we will have an interesting consolation matchup in that we'll have Brian Cage versus Mason Ryan in a battle of muscles. Uh, and Tank Abbott will face Brian Lee in the next round. Craig Pittman. You could make the case Craig Pittman is not a hoss. I'm sure I mentioned that. He was the number. He was 256. He was the last person I picked. Again, the military background and legit fighting, you know, one of the first people I ever saw do a cross arm breaker. I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard me say that, but he had some legit martial arts training and fighting training. And I think that qualifies you as a hoss in certain cases. Uh, and so I went with it and he has taken on 
Jerry Flynn. Interesting WCW Worldwide slash Saturday Night style matchup here. Uh, your military grappler was not a martial artist that I remember. And then Jerry Flynn was, in fact, a martial artist. Uh, and had more success with his career, I would dare say, than Craig Pittman did. I think I got to give the win to Jerry Flynn. Uh, luckily for me, I'm not in any bar fights. I've never been in a bar fight. I've never been in uh, my last actual fight fight was in fifth grade. Um, you know, like actual fight fight. Uh, so I've been very lucky. Uh, I wouldn't want to have either of them fighting me in this case. So we'll give the win to Jerry Flynn. Height has won. Well, no, that's not true. Height didn't win with Tank Abbott. Uh, Evad Sullivan. Oh, Evad. Oh, the equalizer. You are taking on Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp. Uh, yeah, Sharp's got to win. I don't think we have to spend a lot of time talking about it. Even when he was the equalizer, uh, he wasn't very good. Now, hold on a second here. I need 12 more matchups, right? Isn't it 16? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8. Yeah. So 1. I'm worried I'm going to run out of room. 1. 1. Two. I'll probably run out of room. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's not going to be perfect, and I need to accept that. All right. Uh, Iron Mike Sharp will take on Jerry Flynn, and Craig Pittman will battle the equalizer. Mike Knox, Van Hammer. Um, I won't say they are similar, because they're not, really. But um, I will say I'm more familiar with Hammer. And he's not good. He's very much not good. They tried so many times. They tried over and over again. This gimmick will work. This gimmick will work. You know, Brad Armstrong at least had talent. The issue with Brad Armstrong is he didn't have uh, the look or the charisma. And actually, Brad Armstrong was a pretty charismatic guy. Maybe it was promo skills. Maybe they all went to Brian, a.k.a. the Road Dog. Um, but... You know, they kept trying with Van Hammer. They kept throwing him out there. Ravens flock, misfits in action. I'm sure I'm forgetting some other things, plus his early work. Uh, I'm not super familiar with Mike, Mike Knox, but I got to imagine he's better. So I'm giving the win to him. They had something with that Kelly Kelly thing in WWE CW. Chris Nowinski and Buddy Rose. Again, two very different styles here. Chris Nowinski and Buddy Rose. Um, Chris Nowinski sized like a hoss. I have not seen him wrestle. Uh, I'm not looking forward to seeing him wrestle. I should get back into watching wrestling. Uh, it's been ages um, for me. What would qualify as ages for me. So a couple weeks, maybe. Uh but he didn't present as a hoss. And while Playboy Buddy Rose might not have presented as a hoss either, at least that was the gimmick for him. So I think I got to give the win to Buddy Rose. 
Buddy Rose will beat Chris Nowinski, take on Mike Knox. Uh, Nowinski takes on Van Hammer in the Constellations. Oh, here we go. The ultimate warrior. We haven't had some crazy matchups yet, but here's one. The ultimate warrior takes on Kevin Thorne, a.k.a. Mordecai. That's a fun one. That's a fun one, fun one. Uh, you know, the Ultimate Warrior, I was ranked pretty high. Obviously, successful career. But as I think Jeremy pointed out, or maybe Glenn pointed out, or maybe all of them, including Brandon Banks, pointed out, uh, he didn't do much. He was a hoss in muscles only, but he didn't do much with the muscles. He didn't have a legit fighting style. Uh, he wasn't a super athlete. He punched, he clotheslined, he did some body slams, and then he did a splash. Is that enough to beat Kevin Thorne? Yes. Because I don't remember Kevin Thorne being incredibly impressive as a wrestler either. Cool character, though, for someone who was a kid who wanted to be a goth and probably had thoughts about that whole vampire look. Jesse the Body. Oh, this is not fair. This matchup is not fair. Jesse the Body Ventura taking on Ox Baker in a matchup right out of the early 80s, right out of, you know, Mid-South, AWA, uh, All-Star Wrestling. Uh, obviously, it's got to be the body. I mean, obviously, it's got to be the body. Uh, you know, Ox Baker's claim to fame is that I've probably seen him in person more than any other wrestler. Um in that I've seen him probably five or six times. Never met him, but seen him out a car window. Uh, still pretty cool, though. And that heart punch, great move. But yeah, we'll give the win to the body. The body takes on the ultimate warrior. Could have a pose down, like Rick Root in the Rick Rude days. Is that halfway? Two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, and I think I've adjusted some of the sizes of the text so that we'll, we'll fit. We're about halfway down the page. The Warlord and Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo, I recall moving up. I think he was ranked even lower than this, and I think I moved him up to 14 or 13. Um, is he a better wrestler than the Warlord? Probably. Did he have a better gimmick than the Warlord? Certainly not. That W staff and the metal Phantom of the Opera thing and the shoulder pads or the Powers of Pain, if you prefer that Warlord, that's fine too. Both of them are great. Uh, you know, this is this is kind of just my own apathy towards Dino Bravo, but it's my tournament. I gotta give it to the Warlord. I mean, come on. He's the Warlord. He lords over war. That's what would happen if Seinfeld was doing this tournament right now. The Wall and the Beer City Bruiser. Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, the Wall, your big, giant height and stature, uh, hardcore-style wrestler, chokeslam you through tables, especially if your name's Devin Storm. Uh, the Beer City Bruiser. Bigger guy who wrestled like he was not as big as he was. I appreciate them both. Uh, I also appreciate we've had a lot of wrestlers in the last few matchups with a W or a V 
in their names. Warrior, venture, a warlord. That doesn't happen that often. Ah. Uh, it comes down to... You know, the career goes to the wall for now. I'm not sure what the Beer City Bruiser is up to. Maybe that... Uh, maybe if... Uh, AEW purchases Ring of Honor, does, does he get to go? Um, does Silas Young get to go? Oh, man. I hope so. Silas Young's great. Mm, I feel like the wall's the right answer, though. I do. I feel like the wall's the right answer, as much as I like the Beer City Bruiser, and I do. Joey Abs and Heidenreich. These are the matchups you came to see and listen to. The Poet versus the Posse. It's got to be Heidenreich. As, as good as Joey Abs was, Joey Abs, actual wrestler, uh, compared to Pete Gass and Rodney. Uh, I liked him quite a bit, but if only so we can get a Wall-Heidenreich next round matchup, I think that's got to be how we do this here. Yeah, Heidenreich wins. His poetry, just, just so good. Duke Drosy and Samu of the Head Shrinkers. I don't feel the need to talk a ton about this matchup. You give it to the Samoan. You just do. Even here in the 14s and 13s, when wrestling a Samoan, you can bet your bippy that most likely that Samoan is the premier hoss. So I think we got to go with Samu on that one over Duke Drosy. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get some hate mail for this one, but I don't care. Uh, the Giant Gonzalez taking on test. Can you hear my smile? I hope you can hear my smile because I am smiling broadly. You know why I am smiling broadly? You do. Because I am writing the name Gonzalez down as the winner of this matchup. Moving on to take on Samu. Uh-oh. I made a mistake somewhere along the line. Hold on. Pause, please. Cajun Ryan. Pittman and the Equalizer. Van Hammer and Nowinski. Yep. Thorne and Baker. Yep. Bravo and the Bruiser. Oh. Ah, okay. My mistake was in the bracketing. So I had skipped over the Warlord to get that Wall-Heidenreich matchup. That's not happening. It's the Warlord versus the Wall. Still very good. Heidenreich takes on Samu. The Giant Gonzalez is beating Test, though. I don't care what you say. I understand that Test is way better of a wrestler than I will ever give him credit for. I know he's had some good matches. I know he's had some good gimmicks. Although he does kind of... Just had to pull the tab off the beverage here. They collect these things. My wife's school is collecting these tabs. I don't know what they're using it for. Currency? Is it like wampum? Um, are, are they recycling just those small metal pieces? Are they making jewel? I don't know what the purpose is, but she told me to collect them, and so I have. I have a little ramekin filled with these things from my 80 cans of seltzer. Um, test in my head is WWF's Van Hammer. 
you just keep trying stuff with him and maybe eventually something will work. But to me, it never did. Never cared for test. It's just a personal thing. I don't know what it is, but I don't care for test. So he lost to the giant Gonzalez. He didn't even need the ether. He didn't need the chloroform. He just beat him because he's that good. Kurgan and Zeus. Oh, oh, man. Again, these are the matchups we came to see. Kurgan against Zeus. What a great, great matchup. How terrible it would be and how much I would love to watch it. And just to get that second round matchup, I'm going with Zeus. I could go either way with this, but I'm going with Zeus over Kurgan because I want to watch Zeus wrestle the giant Gonzalez. Uh, and Kurgan's probably going to beat Test. Let me just come out and say it. It's probably going to beat Test. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I don't care. Tony Atlas, Shad Gaspard. Great match. Big powerhouse wrestlers. Fantastic matchup. Unfortunate uh, bracketing for Shad. Uh, the 2022 Warrior Award winner. We love Shad. We do. But Tony Atlas probably deserves to be higher than where he is. And I can't have him losing in the first round. So Tony Atlas has to win. Shad Gaspard, I'm guessing will do well in the constellations. I'm guessing. We don't know. I don't know who his opponent's going to be, but I'm guessing he'll do pretty good. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Oh, we're down. To, are we down to the last one? Hey. All right. I think this is it. Our last matchup. Who have we missed? I can't remember. The excitement is building. Luke Gallows, Bart Gunn. What a apathetic way to end <laughs> the first round. Luke Gallows and Bart Gunn. Um, two members of tag teams clearly overshadowed by their, comp uh, their tag partners, Carl Anderson and Billy Gunn. Uh, but Gallows has to win. I don't like Luke Gallows that much either. But you got to give it to him over Bart Gunn for sure. All right. So there's our, yeah, there's our matchups here. We took 32 names, 16 have advanced, 16 have not. Let us go now to the consolations. Uh, Brian Cage will defeat Mason Ryan. I think that goes without saying. Uh, I'm giving Craig Pittman the win against Evad, a.k.a. the Equalizer. <sighs> I am hard-pressed to remember a Chris Nowinski match, but I am also hard. If he can do five moves well, he's got to be able to beat Van Hammer. So we'll, we'll assume he can do five moves well. Uh, Oxbaker beats Kevin Thorne. No question. Dino Bravo in the Beer City Bruiser. I apologize to anyone out there who's a Dino Bravo fan. Outside of a gut-wrench suplex, which, to be fair, I don't think my kid brain had ever seen before up until that point, I have no recollection of Dino Bravo. Maybe a bear hug or, like, the test of strength, the boring strength moves. 
Beer City Brewer wins. You got a great gimmick here in the Trash Man versus one of the Mean Street Posse. There's some great, you know, antics that could happen with that. Uh, I gotta say, Joey Abs probably wins that to me. Kurgan is gonna beat Test. I'm not saying Test is gonna come in last, but I am gonna say he's at least not gonna beat Kurgan. I like Kurgan. Head claw with the taped fingers for the interrogator. Good luck. And yes, Shad shall defeat Bart Gunn. All right, so let me just reflect here for a minute. Let me go back, just make sure I know what I'm doing here. We do the double losers, and then we got to do triple losers, correct? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> we have eight. These will be the bottom eight. We got to do a little mini tournament here. Uh, Mason Ryan will defeat Evad Sullivan, pretty sure. Kevin Thorne beats Van Hammer. Dino Bravo defeats Duke Drosy. And yes, Test will beat Bart Gunn. Bart Gunn, not good. Not great at all. Brawl for all, just a weird kind of twist of fate that gave him any sort of uh, resurgence. And then he went and had a decent career in Japan, I suppose. But, all right, Evad versus Van Hammer. <sighs> I... As much as, you know, I said it before, the Sullivan Brothers was kind of my first entree into WCW, as crazy as that sounds, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, I think Van Hammer can at least find a way to win that one. And then I'm saying Drosy beats Bart Gunn. So now we've got Bart and Evad for last place. Uh, we give that to Bart Gunn. I'm sorry, Evad Sullivan. And you're not last last, because we recall that we've already done some of this. So, you know, Ice Train was number 24. Oops. Which means that... No, that was not it. I'm trying to do too much at once. Ice Train was ranked 225, so that means that Evad Sullivan will be ranked 224. Bart Gunn coming right after him. Van Hammer versus Drosy gotta be Drosy, Van Hammer at 222, Duke Drosy at 221, let me make sure I spell his name correctly, Mason Ryan versus Kevin Thorne, I've seen more of Kevin Thorne, and I thought he was decent, so we'll go with that, Dino Bravo beats Test, but I will have Test beat Mason Ryan, so Test is the 219th greatest hoss, I think that's generous, and I would like some credit for being generous, to Mr. Test, and letting him be 219th. I think that's nice of me. Uh, Bravo will beat Kevin Thorne. So Kevin Thorne, Dino Bravo. We've ranked up to number 217. So now that that's done, we must return to the tournament proper. And again, winners advance. Losers go to the opposite side of their consolation bracket to avoid rematches for as long as possible. Tank Abbott versus Brian Lee. Um, wouldn't want to fight either of them in a bar, but of the two, I think I'd rather fight the one without the MMA training. So Tank Abbott wins. Jerry Flynn versus Mike Sharp. Fun match. I'd rather fight the one who doesn't have the martial arts training. So Jerry Flynn wins. Uh, Mike Knox and Buddy Rose. That Buddy Rose gimmick where he was kind of 
you know, talking about having the world's greatest body, and that was pretty good. So I'm giving Buddy Rose the win. Jesse Ventura is going to beat the Ultimate Warrior. No question about it. Easily, in fact. He will do it easily. The Warlord versus the Wall. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. Neither good wrestlers. Got to throw that out. Talent in terms of wrestling skill, not going to be something uh, we consider when making this decision. Um, The Wall perhaps had the better career. You know, it's hard to, to rank someone from the Monday Night Wars era or beyond than someone who from before. So the Warlord never had the chance to wrestle on Raw. Um, the Wall with all those Nitro moments with Crowbar and choke slamming and all of that stuff, and even the breakup with Berlin and all of that, like that got him over. He was very popular with people because they were tuning in. Um, watching the Warlord beat guys like Paul Van Dale, Carmella's dad, or, you know, Dwayne Gill or Steve Lombardi on uh, Wrestling Challenge, not quite the same thing. Uh, And I don't recall the Warlord having any crazy moments like Papa Shango or anything like that. So I think I'm talking myself into the wall being the winner here. Uh, Warlord running into some bad luck in just the matchups and including who he has to wrestle in the Constellations. Uh, Heidenreich versus Samu. You know, you go with the Samoans until you can't go with the Samoans anymore, and that poetry, man, can't beat it. You can't beat it. Now we get our Wall and Heidenreich matchup. The Giant Gonzalez versus Zeus. (laughs) Oh, these matches would be terrible, and I would be so happy to watch them. Uh, I'm assuming Tiny Lister is a better athlete than El Gigante. I know El Gigante played some basketball because he's seven foot twelve. Um, neither again, we can't count wrestling acumen here. Uh, Zeus had a movie made about him. Like, no holds barred came out of that. And granted, he came out, you know, of that into being a wrestler. So I guess you could say he's not a wrestler, whereas the Giant Gonzalez was. Not a good one, but he was. You can't count Tiny Lister's movie career. But he had Z's carved into his forehead. Like, he had Z hair in his forehead, which is almost as... I gotta go with the Giant Gonzalez... I got to. I have no choice. I have to. Uh, and then Tony Atlas beats Luke Gallows. And that will probably be, probably be, where Giant Gonzalez's run ends. He was able to beat Test. He was able to beat Zeus. Can he beat Tony Atlas? I don't know. He's got a whole mythology thing, though. Test, which isn't mythology, except the labors of Hercules were like Tests, I suppose. Now Zeus, now Atlas. All right. Tank Abbott versus Jerry Flynn, Buddy Rose versus Jesse Ventura, The Wall versus Heidenreich, and The Giant Gonzalez versus Tony Atlas. What a great quarterfinal we have. Back into the constellations. Uh, let's go bottom up. Shad Gaspard beats Brian Lee. Again, no question. 
Uh, Kurgan and Mike Sharp. I like this matchup because Kurgan had the finger tape and maybe some wrist tape. Iron Mike Sharp had like a one weird like wrist gauntlet sort of thing, if I remember correctly. But I think Kurgan's got to win that. Uh, Joey Abs to me beats Mike Knox. So I got to set up my cu- my next bracket. I think the Beer City Bruiser is more of a hoss than the Ultimate Warrior. So in the upset of the tournament, perhaps so far, at least the second half, the Beer City Bruiser is beating the Ultimate Warrior. Ox Baker and the Warlord. Ox Baker was a hoss. I've watched him wrestle a couple times. He's terrifying. Yeah, he wins. I was debating it because, you know, part of it is just the fact that I, like, watched the guy go for walks in, like, sweatpants and a sweatshirt. But, yeah, I'd rather fight the Warlord. Uh, Nowinski or Samu, we go back to our Samoan rule. Craig Pittman's got to beat Zeus. Sorry, Zeus. And Brian Cage or Luke Gallows. Ooh. Um, hmm. I don't love either of them. You have your more traditional big guy in a Kevin Nash sort of way. I kind of equate Luke Gallows, even though he was the fake Kane, to just a really, really, really untalented Kevin Nash. Really untalented. Um, and Brian Cage is... You see all those muscles, you immediately go to Batista. He's like a Batista if Batista... He does more high-flying stuff than Batista. So that's not a good comparison. I'm trying to think of a really muscular guy who did... Because he's not Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle did moonsaults, but he's not Kurt Angle. Because Kurt Angle um, was a technical guy. And that's not... I don't know if there is a comparable for Brian Cage, which is a positive. That's a positive for him because you have someone that size who moves. And I don't recall him moving great. Again, I think of Dijak. You know, Dijak does all these aerial moves and everyone's astounded. And I'm like, but they're not good aerial moves. But yeah, Batista decided he was going to try a moonsault. That's kind of what this would be. Did I just talk myself into Cage winning? I think I did. I think I just talked myself into Cage winning. All right. We got another group of eight to sort through. Brian Lee or Mike Sharp? Brian Lee. Mike Knox or the Ultimate Warrior? We'll go with the Warrior on that one. Warlord or Chris Nowinski? Warlord. Zeus and Luke Gallows? We'll give it to Gallows. All right. So Sharp or Knox? And then Nowinski or Zeus, a.k.a. Z-Gangsta. I don't think the ultimate solution is in this tournament. I don't think he ranked, which is weird because I thought he was European. Anyways, uh, Mike Sharp beats Mike Knox. Nowinski beats Zeus. Mike Knox, oh, yeah. Zeus has to beat Mike Knox. I'm sorry. Kelly Kelly takes one look at Tiny Lister and she leaves... Mike Knox for sure. And I suppose we'll give the win to Chris Nowinski over Mike Sharp. I don't love that, but it probably makes the most sense. 
Alright, so that's ranked our next four. So let's keep going here. Brian Lear, the Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. Huh. Brian Lee is a... I would say he just barely qualifies as a decent hand. Which is more than you can say for the Ultimate Warrior. And if I'm in a bar fight, I don't want to fight the guy who's a biker. Not only does he have friends, like Skulls and Chains and Crush and... But, yeah. And then the Warlord over Gallows. That Scepter, man. Thing was so cool. Alright, the Warlord. <coughs> Luke Gallows or the Ultimate Warrior? We'll give that to the Ultimate Warrior. Luke Gallows is 212. The Ultimate Warrior is the 211th Greatest Hoss. And the Warlord is beating Brian Lee. So the Warlord finishing two spots higher than the Ultimate Warrior. Not sure why I had my headphones on this whole time. I'm not talking to anybody. All right, one more round of consolations. Kurgan or Shad Gaspard? Sorry, Kurgan, your time has come. Shad wins. The Beer City Bruisers beating Joey Abs. Does Samu beat Oxbaker? Yeah, I think he does. He's Samoan. The career was longer, at least in terms of a televised career. And, yep, Brian Cage will beat Craig Pittman. So... Down here we do Pittman versus Baker, Abs versus Kurgan. I'm saying Baker beats Pittman. I'm saying Kurg. Nope, I'm saying Abs beats Kurgan. Pittman beats Kurgan, so Kurgan is 208. Craig Pittman is 207. And Joey Abs loses to Ox Baker, so Ox Baker. 205th greatest hoss. I'm okay with that. Quarterfinal time. Winners advance, losers again. Into the constellations. Uh, Tank Abbott or Jerry Flynn? You know, does Wrestle Silly help or hurt you as a hoss? Obviously, to me, it helps. Um,. Because it's not like Tank Abbott suddenly did not stopped being a dangerous man because he was dancing with three count. Um, I think he's got to win. I think he's got to beat Jerry Flynn. I think he does. Uh, Buddy Roser, Jesse Ventura. Sorry, buddy. Your time has come. Uh, the Wall or Heidenreich? Give me 30 minutes of The Wall and Heidenreich. Um... As much as I love the poetry, and I do. Is Snitsky in here? Snitsky's got to be in here somewhere, right? I feel like Snitsky's got to be in there. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Snitsky's a seven seed. Jesus. Where the hell did that come from? Um, Uh-oh. Anyways, don't worry about it. Uh, as much as we love the poetry... Heidenreich, not a good wrestler. The Wall, decent. So the Wall's going to win. Moving Heidenreich into the Constellations. And then, oh my goodness, we've hit 40 minutes already. And then Giant Gonzalez versus Tony Atlas, yeah. 
sorry, Giant Gonzalez, but you can't beat Tony Atlas. Mr. USA is going to defeat you. Uh, Brian Cage or Jerry Flynn? As much as I did talk myself into um, Brian Cage, he doesn't beat Jerry Flynn. Samu beats Buddy Rose. Heidenreich and the Beer City Bruiser. You, you know, the dangerous thing about fighting someone like Heidenreich is you don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to push into a wall and read your poetry? Is he going to just clothesline your head off? Having said that, I gave the win to the Beer City Bruiser. And Shad is beating Giant Gonzalez. So, Brian Cage or Buddy Rose... We'll give that to Cage. Heidenreich or the Giant Gonzalez? Oh, we are treated to one more fantastically, hilariously bad match, everyone. Uh, we'll give that one to Heidenreich. But we'll have... We'll have Giant Gonzalez lose to Buddy Rose, because Buddy Rose was actually a good wrestler. And Heidenreich will lose to Brian Cage. So... Heidenreich 202, Brian Cage 201. Jerry Flynn or Samu? Again, you go with Samu. Beer City Bruiser or Chad? At this time, you got to go with Shad Gaspard, not Chad. Um, Jerry Flynn or the Beer City Bruiser? I like the Beer City Bruiser. Jerry Flynn is 200. Beer City Bruiser will be 199. I just got to go all the way down. Why am I messing around here? There we go. Oops. Maybe I'm messing around because I don't know what I'm doing. There we go. All right. Beer City Bruiser at 199. Semifinals. Jesse Ventura defeats Tank Abbott. Tony Atlas defeats The Wall. We are getting an old school final, even though this was a very, very silly, more modern uh, group of 32. So Tank Abbott versus Samu. And the wall versus Shad. In our Constellation semifinals, Samu and Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott will punch Samu in the head, and Samu will go, thank you, next. We'll give that to Samu. And I'm saying Shad beats the wall. This coming from a guy who didn't much care for crime time. I understand that a lot of this is, you know, sort of given the un... The, the horrible and tragic way that Shad ended, we have a better appreciation for him as a person and thus as a wrestler, but still. Uh, Tank Abbott versus The Wall. I think we give that to Tank Abbott. So The Wall is 198. Tank Abbott is 197. Samu versus Shad Gaspard. We love you, Shad, but you're not Samoan, unfortunately. Shad's 196. Samu is 195. And I am saying that the winner... Of the 14s and 13s is the bald, the balding guy with purple highlights in his bleach blonde hair with the feather boa and the crazy hats and sunglasses, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura defeats the craziness of this tournament. And he is the winner of the 14s and 13s. I feel like. I threw out all the pages of the old time I did this, but I feel like Jesse Fingera might have won one of those as well. We didn't do two 
pages at a time. And at some point, we will stop, and we will go down to one page uh, at a time. But I don't think it's going to happen in this next one. We've got Tyrus. We've got Big Cass. We've got George Steele. We've got Vito. I think this can be another group of 32. Maybe when we get to the top 10. Because top 10, you've got Damian Priest. You've got Dick Murdoch, Powerhouse Hobbs. Maybe then we'll cut it down to one page at a time. I think maybe then. Certainly once we get up into our top brackets. But there you have it, friends. We did pages 16 and 15 in our last episode. Today we got 14 and 13 done. And Jesse the Body Ventura is the best hoss of that group. So stay tuned next episode uh, where we'll have another group of 32 men. And they're meaty. And they're going to be slapping that meat. I'm DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. We'll see you next time.